Welcome to Hard Talks, take five. In this episode, we talk about sympathy and empathy, and also about those times when we were told to buckle up, to suck it up. Enjoy. The difference between empathy and sympathy. And um, Brene Brown just did a, a I, I, I got guided to one of her YouTube videos and she did a beautiful, beautiful talk on the difference between empathy and sympathy. And I've taught that in my behavioral classes in corporate America for years is the difference between understanding and feeling, truly feeling how that person is going through instead of feeling sorry for them and projecting your feelings of sadness or uncomfortableness on them. And it's, it's really, it's, it's really an important distinction we should make because, you know, instead of having somebody say, I understand what you're going through instead of, I'm so sorry, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you are um, feeling that way. Or what was the other term that it was so great about, um, oh, I can't think of it right now. It might come back up to me in a minute, but it was about the responses that we give that distinguish between are we heart connected or are we in our mind ego um, connected with that or, or, or putting that transmission out, you know, through the, through the mind ego, through our own fear and insecurities. So it's a, such a oh, great I know point. what it, <laughs> I know what it was. It was when somebody's sharing something with you, instead of really listening to them and connecting with what's happening and giving them empathy, you say, at least, but at least, so, you know, my, my son got in trouble at school, but at least your other daughter is a straight A student. But mm. it's not addressing <laughs> that 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 issue with the son and what that person is feeling with the son being in trouble at school, you know. And it's like you you discount the feeling to say, you know, at least you have this, or you know, at least you have, you know, I'm having a hard time paying my mortgage. You at least you have a roof over your head. <laughs> That's yeah, not the issue. <laughs> and I did that myself actually a lot of times. I will admit to that. (laughs) And I think it comes from not being also, well, first of all, for, from wanting the other person to feel good. I mean, Mm -hmm. but really it's by not uh, feeling your own feelings when something Mm -hmm. comes up. So like trying to tuck them away and therefore you can't hold the space for another person to go through their feelings because you're not comfortable with that. Yeah. And you know, some of this comes from our childhood programming too. I mean, I was always taught if something happened or, you know, I was sad or I was upset. It was like, okay, get over it. Let's move on. And there was no time to process the feeling. So you harbor that feeling and you put it back into your subconscious mind and you keep going. And then it, gets triggered at different points in your life and you don't realize how many things you've covered up to keep going, get over it. Um, and with, you know, and my parents did the best job they knew how 
absolutely did the best job they knew how or that they were trained to do from their parents. But the we grew up on a farm. And so it was like, come on, get over it. Buckle up, get up, pull yourself up. Let's keep going instead of, wow, that must have been really hard to see your pet cat lying on the road, you know? <laughs> it was mm -hmm. like, you know, and it was like, this is what happens, you know? Animals get killed. Animals die. This is part of life. Buckle, buck up with it. And it was like there was never a time to really process through the emotions. Thank you for tuning in. Today we encourage you to take five and go deep into your heart with this one question, which is, do I allow myself to experience my feelings without trying to be something different for others, what they expect? Good luck.